Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the latest edition of Hollywood Swinging. I am your co-host, Stephen Bishop, along with my always debonair and dapper co-host, Jerry Hairston Jr., a.k.a. the Denzel Doppelganger, a.k.a. the Legacy. Jerry, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Stephen. Uh, I, I love the intro, brother. I mean, the Denzel, the dapper. Every time you uh, introduce me that way, I feel like Apollo Creed, brother, ready to roll. Well, you know, I make you feel good. I see that you, you know, you constantly compare yourself to Denzel on your Instagram. So I, you know, I want to continue. I don't to do that. I, I, I'm that, just telling that dream you, for you. I, I don't do that. It's just people say, "Man, you look just like Denzel Washington," and I'm just kind of repeating what people tell me. That's all I'm doing. You need to be repeating the fact that those people are delusional and that they don't know what they're talking about because you don't look anything like Denzel. And I, I, I mean, I can't see it. Do you actually see it? Uh, you know, if I squint, if I squint and if there's like, if, if it's not a well lit room, I could see it in the eyebrows, maybe. But again, it's not about me, Stephen. It's about what other people see. Are we going to, okay. are we going to get to our guest? Are we going to get to our guest? You know what? We are going to get to our guest. I wanted to ask you about the WBC, but our guest is, is, you know, he's an important man and he's very busy and he actually is on the golf course with some very other important men. So let's go ahead and do this. Our guest today is a, a stand-up comedian, an actor, a director, a producer. He is a 22-time award-nominated and 11-time award-winning actor, including Jerry, 18 NAACP mm. Image Award nominations and six wins. 18 nominations, wow. Jerry. I'm, I'm fighting for one. Um, he's got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the St. Louis Walk of Fame. He is one of the original kings of comedy. He was the host of the 73rd Primetime Emmy Awards. He was the former host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He's part of the Madagascar animated film series. Uh, he's now, this is something you may not know. He has got one of the most iconic feature appearances in the history of hip hop. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. And he is currently the star and executive producer of the CBS hit sitcom The Neighborhood and the executive producer of Johnson. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is the omni-talented Cedric the Entertainer. Let's bring him in. How you doing, Ced? Oh, love, man. That, that intro was lit. I don't know, Jerry. <laughs> you, you ain't got nothing on that one, dog. Hey, hey, bro, you got me beat. I didn't get the Idris Alba part that people often say I look like, but you know, <laughs> you know, they say I look like that guy who played David Justice in Moneyball, but I, I don't, I don't <laughs> see it. <laughs> Dead on him, just like David Justice in, in Moneyball. And I tell you what, Stephen, he's styling on that golf course right there. Are, are you on your first hole? Are you on the way to the first hole? Have you started yeah, your round yet? No, no, we just we right on the first hole. I'm playing with a couple of ex NFL players, man. So these guys are they all long ball hitters. So I'm just gonna try to mix in and you know see if I can convince somebody to play a scramble with me. What do you usually shoot? Yeah, I, I shoot in I shoot in the upper low 90s, upper 80s. So I I don't wow. play enough. So I'm more like a yeah, I'm a 94, you know, 89 range guy, you know. So I, I, you know, I, I don't get to get down like you, you, you seventies and y'all, y'all boys, y'all, y'all got, y'all got skill sets. Hey, buddy, got, buddy has fantastic hats and smokes unbelievable cigars. So that's my move. There's that. He's That's he's, my move. he's on the golf course 
fly. That, right. I mean, don't don't get that the, wrong. I got the Chileno Bay hat on, man, which was, uh, you know, we just came down from there. That's a beautiful course if y'all ever get a chance to go there. So, said, let's get started with this. I want to ask you, how, what did you, I mean, I know that comedy is is your, you know, your bread and butter and your your baby and your, you know, you are known for your stand-up comedy and just being a comedic actor. But I want to know, was comedy your first goal or were, did you want to be an actor when you got into comedy? I know a lot of, like Dave Chappelle said he wanted to be an actor and started comedy after uh, he tried to get into an acting school or something like that. What was it for you? Were you trying to be an actor, or were you? Did acting come way after comedy for you? No, comedy. Comedy came first. You know, I, I started. You know, stand up was really growing at the time. You had the, you know, of course, the greats, uh, Richard Pryor, who were there. But then, um, you know, Eddie Murphy started to blow, and the Wayans brothers, and these are things people that you would see, like uh, in, you know, the. Jamie Foxx's and Tommy Davidson started to be people that were like your age or in your age group you saw like actually doing it. And so being from St. Louis, it was the thing that I started to aspire to do. And uh, I was I was a singer. I, I was a I was a singer and uh, I would be in, you know, I did theater in college. And so it was that it was that situation where people would say, all right, cool, man, you always funny even when I'm practicing, when I'm doing theater. And so that's, you know, people like you funny. And so a guy just encouraged me to do stand up one day. And the first time I did it, I won $500. And I was hooked after that. Hey, Jerry, let me tell you something about Cedric that you don't know. And a lot of people may know. Did you know that Cedric, the entertainer, the actor has a whole other career as an actor under another name? What? Cedric the Entertainer has an entirely different acting career under the name Cedric Antonio Kyles. And it's a, dra- it's a dramatic acting career, which I have seen firsthand. Uh, I was in Toronto shooting uh, Second Season of Imposters, and Ced gave me a call and said, hey, I'm out here for TIFF. Why don't you come down and see my movie? I was like, okay. It, it, the movie was called First Reformed. And I said, okay, who's in the movie with you? And he said, oh, it's Ethan Hawke. I said, okay, great, I'll be there. I hung up the phone and I said, wow, I didn't, I didn't even know Ethan Hawke was funny. You know what I mean? But I'm going to go anyway. <laughs> and, and so I show up and I sit down and you know, I'm about 20 minutes, 25 minutes in the movie. And I'm like, man, when, 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 when is this going to get funny? With the jokes. Because <laughs> it, there wasn't any jokes, not one. I, I don't even think there was any music in this movie as dark as this movie was. And when I tell you that Cedric... Antonio Kyles as Reverend Joel Jeffers absolutely committed bloody murder on the screen. And I don't mean like actually oh. in the movie committing it, but he crushed it. And I was sitting there like, Cedric can act, act. Like he said, I told you that that night, you killed that movie. How come we haven't seen more dramatic stuff from you? You know, I think the, you know, of course, those are those are those rare opportunities where for a comedian, because most people expect me to do comedy. I've always, you always have to fight that, you know. Yeah, it's all good. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the uh, par on this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Take that par, bro. Take that par. We were in your ear. Take that par. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, I've had, I did a little small role as Ribbon out, um, Ralph Abernathy in this movie called Son of the South. So, I, you know, I, I look for them. They're small roles, you know, where I can kind of come in, steal and pop. 
And hopefully, you know, you'll Hollywood will see me a lot more in that capacity. But you have to fight for them because as a comedian, that was one of the things the director wanted to make sure that I wasn't billed as Cedric the Entertainer in that movie because he didn't want people to think that I was going to be, um, you know, funny or try to do comedy. So he was like, I just need you to uh, ask, would you build under your regular name on the, under this thing? It was something that I've never done because as an entertainer, you know, Cedric Kyles was always my kid's father and my my wife's husband. Like, he, that's the man that I am and not the guy that's out in front of folks on the stage. So I never really wanted to kind of mix those worlds up, but recognizing that it was important to the director, recognizing the opportunity that I had to be on, on, on the scenes with Ethan Hawke and Amanda Seyfried, um, you know, I was like, all right, cool. So uh, we'll continue to push in that direction, man. That's something that I, I feel like, you know, I, I love the opportunity of showing people that I did a small run on Broadway in American Buffalo, which is again, a dramatic role. And that was the first time I had that experience as an actor, like as working as a, you know, a dramatic actor and, you know, and developing the craft of what it takes to, you know, really break down a character and be inside a character and, and pull it to life as opposed to relying on my natural ability to make people laugh. So, uh, so, you know, that was, that was one of the experiences that really opened my appetite to it. So now I just kind of have to continue to change Hollywood's, uh, focus and allowed him, to, you know, and, you know, we had great comedians. I mean, the late Robin Williams was a fantastic a dramatic actor who, well, Richard Pryor did some great roles. Lady Sings the Blues, killed it. You know, Eddie Murphy just tried it. Uh, Jamie Foxx, of course. So, you know, these are people that, you know, that have taken their comedic ability and then been able to cross over to dramas and people trust them and, and believe their character. So I'll continue to push for it's kind of like Kobe Bryant, man. Kobe Bryant, right? He was a high flyer, Duncan, when he was young. But then as he got older, he changed it up. You know, he, got, yeah. he developed that post game. You want to be well-rounded. And that's what you kind of want to gear yourself to uh, yeah. in those, all those dramatic roles. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, I love the versatility. I love to be able to do a little bit of it all. I, of course, love making people laugh. I still do stand up to this day. We're on tour right now and you know so i'm touring with uh mike epps and d.o Hewley and earthquake and dc young fly uh we're out uh you know every weekend on tour till june uh that's killing anybody get a chance to go check that out the uh straight jokes no chaser tour uh yeah i want to catch that when it's in your city so that's hot and uh you know and and so I, I try to, you know, just stay busy on all fronts. And, you know, so I love, and I love dramatic roles, man. So, you know, you, you know, this is the, that's the one where you get the most acclaim, right? Mm -hmm. You can be funny, but if people will see you and, and see you kill a role, that's when you get a lot of love as a, you know, as someone who's like about that life, if you will. Yeah. And your contribution to that movie garnered you guys an Oscar nomination. I mean, you guys got an Oscar nomination for best screenplay for that. And that, I mean, you, you're part of that, bringing that to life. So, you know, that's a huge yeah. thing. Um, Jerry, you know, one of the things that a lot of people don't know about Cedric, when I said he has one of the most, if not the most iconic feature in hip hop history. I don't know, Jerry, I think you're a fan of Jay-Z. And I know yes, if you are that you have heard the Black Album, and there's a song on that album where a guy comes on and he said he comes on, and he says, "Yeah, what's up, pimp? This, this threats, this threats, pimp. And I'm serious about mine. So I'm so sincere, nigga. Nigga, I kill you. I chop you up, put you inside the mattress like drug money. Did you know? 
<laughs> that that was Cedric the Entertainer playing the character of threats throughout that song? Bro, I had no idea. That's, a, that's incredible. Said, how did uh, that come about? Man, that was one of them very cool moments. I was, uh, I was, uh, I saw Jay-Z out in the country somewhere. I think we were in Australia, like doing something. I used to have race cars. There's a lot of people don't know that either. I used to have open wheel race cars when I uh, had my deal with Anheuser-Busch. And so um, I, I, I saw Jay-Z on tour and, then, you know, we became cool. And so I said, when I'm in New York, I want to see you work. You know, I want to kind of do, do, watch you in the studio. He was like, no problem. So I called and uh, he was doing the, the Black Album. And I just happened to be there. And so he said he had to run out for a little while. And he said, man, I need like a, like a mad rapper type thing on this song. Like just somewhere it's like, you know, like the mad rapper dude going off. You know, the song is about threats, you know. And I was like, okay. And so... I went and he left and I went in the booth with a uh, young guru and just start playing around. And then he called me maybe, uh, maybe a month later and say, hey, man, you made the album. What's up? I was like, what? Like, Jerry, you got to go like, listen to it. He's, bro, I, I, I keep, I keep I trash remember. bags with me. You never know when I you got to dump somebody off. <laughs> yeah. You never know, man. Where everybody live. I, I'm the type of dude to take your teeth out your mouth, help you chew your food, put it back in and help you swallow. <laughs> you know, listen, I grew up in Chicago. I, I was a, a huge fan of, of your work. Steve Harvey, uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac was a hero of mine, as yeah. you know, a, 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 a tremendous baseball fan, uh, an incredible comedian for, for so many years. You have any cool stories you can share about Bernie Mac? I mean, you know, Bernie was, again, man, he was my big brother, you know. I mean, we became, you know, uh, compadres and co-workers, but, I mean, he was one of these guys that, you know, Midwest, I'm from St. Louis, he's from Chicago. When I first started, I came up to uh, Chicago, to, you know, it was a big thing called the Miller Generian Draft Comedy Search, and I came up and Bernie was kind of the king of the city, and I was, you know, a young guy, nervous or whatever. And I, when I, he, I performed, I didn't even know he was in the house. And I came back, he said, he walked back and said, you good, man? You good. Keep, keep it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so keep, keep, keep telling them goddamn jokes. <laughs> so, so, but eventually we got really tight. And uh, one of my favorite memories about him was on the original Kings. I used to go first, you know, on the, when we first started going on the tour. And then there was a be an intermission, like, and so I would have my team. I was the only dude on the tour that wasn't married, so I was rock and rolling, man. I had my guys go out, bring all the girls back, bring the celebrities, so the room because it'd be an intermission. So my room be the party room. I got drinks in there. Everybody come. So Bernie comes in my room one time and does a whole 10, 15 minute set just for the people. I mean, rocked it, killed him, and then walked off and was like, I'm out this motherfucker. Everybody started <laughs> clapping. And it was just one of those moments where you just realize it just make you iconic when, when you know, B-Mac show up as your partner, though, you know? So that was that. Yeah. Hey, that's how yeah, I feel so, when, you, when I hang out with you, sir. Paul, 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 Birdie, <laughs> where we at? So you got, you, you got my score? Said, said, just tell me you're two under after three. Tell me you're two under after three. You're good. Yeah. yeah, you gotta go. I mean, Nick DeGreen is serious on this golf course, so so he like, yeah, keep going. 
Now y'all go. Well, said. Listen, I know, I know you are out there doing it. I really appreciate you being here. My last thing for you is this: I know you are big into hats, and at one point you had over two hundred hats. What's your number at now? And are you still uh, designing hats and putting them out there under your brand? Yeah, I'm still designing hats. I did. I, I closed my brand down. My partner got ill. Uh, so I closed my brand out for a minute, uh, but it's, uh, we cranking it back up. People can check out my own ads at eggandbutter.com. Um, uh, and then, uh, but I've still been collecting hats. My wife just kind of put me on a with the uh, hat hat uh, stop, if you will. Like so, so she put a moratorium uh, on the hats. <laughs> yeah, she put it. Yeah, she like listen. Son, there's too much. It's a whole room <laughs> she, of hats, man. Yeah, she started, she started talking to me like talking to me like she's from New York. Yo, yo, B, like, look, look, next hat, you got the spouse, son. Oh, <laughs> so, man. so yeah, but I'm like a fiend for him, man. So I already like whenever I see a hat and it's kind of dope, I'm like, I want that hat, man. So that's my move right there. Well, listen, man, I'm really happy to have you here. Ladies and gentlemen, Cedric the Entertainer currently starring on the CBS sitcom The Network. Said, what night and time is that? Monday nights. Monday nights, 8 o'clock on uh, CBS. Uh, make sure y'all tune in. We're in season five. We've been picked up for season six. Uh, uh, I directed the 100th episode, which will be coming on in April. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, so we actually go across that 100th episode uh, level and that's just really special and rare you don't really get that much in hollywood anymore so uh really excited that you know the show is doing well and we still out here popping that's syndication right there said yeah man yeah I'm trying congratulations to see on that congratulations you don't it don't mean what it used to but i ain't mad at it though don't get me wrong like it, i wish it meant that seinfeld money but it don't mean that no more <laughs> yeah man yeah well uh jerry you got anything further for seth no, I want to uh, thank Sed for taking time. A busy day. I know, Stevie, you know, on that golf course, we wouldn't be doing a show, but that's what makes Sed the entertainer. Golfer, movie, movies, producing, TV show, and your comedy. Can you mention your comedy uh, tour that's coming up this summer yeah. on the weekends? Go ahead and mention it. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're out right now. We're out uh, so you can catch us every weekend. It's called uh, Straight Jokes, No Chasers. It's uh, Mike Epps, D.L. Hewley, D.C., Young Fly, uh, Earthquake, and myself. And we are just touring all around the country. You can go online and look at the dates, see where you are. We're in actually uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and Hampton, Virginia this weekend. Uh, we just did Nashville and Miami last weekend. So we, we're popping up, but out every weekend on the tour. I um, uh, saw an announcement, me and Anthony Anderson, we're starting a big barbecue line. Uh, not just uh, sauces and rubs, but with equipment and a whole, you know, 360 barbecue business. That, and they're going to show us building it on uh, A&E. So we, we sold it to A&E. And so that'll be shooting as well, uh, which will also air this summer, uh, the Kings of Barbecue. Incredible. Yeah. Nice. Incredible. Nice. Congrats, so once uh, again, hey, thank you. Hey, get back to golfing. I know you're two under right now. Finish strong, yeah, brother. Yeah. Finish strong. Let's go. All right, cool. All right, All right brother. Take care. We appreciate right, you, brother. Yes, sir, fam. Yo, yo. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and, and Jerry, uh, I know you've seen me drinking out of this beautiful white cup here, and maybe you've been wondering what I'm drinking. Well, what I've been drinking today is from one of our sponsors, Futures Hero Antioxidant Coffee. It is amazing coffee. It is uh, Futures Hero 
is brewed with a patented healthy roast technology, okay? This technology retains 75%, Jerry, 75% of the naturally occurring antioxidants from the green coffee bean. It comes in whole bean, ground, tea bag style sachets, and cold brew. They're coming with a dark roast soon. Futures Hero Antioxidant Coffee, the healthy roast that's good for you. You can find it at futureshero.com. Futures Hero Antioxidant Coffee. I drink it every day. I think it is amazing coffee. Jerry, I'm going to send you some because they've sent me some. You got to try this coffee. Futures Hero Antioxidant Coffee. Oh man, that's a great that's a great time, man. Right. It's always a great time hanging out with Seth, Jerry. He's a he's a real good guy, very down to earth, super funny all the time. We've had some I mean some full on belly laughs on the golf course me and him and the group that we played with a few times. Uh, yeah, thanks always, for the invites, by the way. Yeah, thank, thank you for inviting me when you out there playing with Seth and everything. So yeah, well, really you know, it's 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 similar to when you go play Bel Air. You know, it's I've never played Bel Air with you, so you know, I appreciate you, you know, trying to drag me along to that. So you know, tit for tat, quid pro quo. Oh, oh, okay, well, you know, we're gonna have to make sure we all play golf together because Seth seems like a good time for him to take the time while playing golf. As you know, Stephen, we play golf. It's it's pretty serious. Do we take yeah, calls like I, that? Do we do FaceTimes? Do we do podcasts while we're playing golf? Absolutely not. I, it just goes to show that said, obviously, is always uh, there for you and obviously uh, able to, uh, to, to perform at a high level while doing a podcast. Because he smoked that, that hybrid. He smoked yeah, it. He, he went over the green. He smoked that hybrid. He did. He did. And no, you're right. We wouldn't. I, I do sometimes take calls on the on the golf course and I put the phone down right next to my ball so that whoever's there can hear the, the flush contact that, that that gets produced by my club. But I you know me, Jerry, I'd come back to the to the to the FaceTime or the Zoom meeting, especially an interview. Although I've done a radio interview on the golf course, but a FaceTime interview, I'd come back yeah. with the with the mad face. I can't believe I just. Yes. Pulled that ball left, <laughs> but, but, um, but but you're right. But but never the FaceTime. You could do it obviously with the ears, but not not on FaceTime. But hey, you had a, a segment that I, I just love. The the not that good. You're not yeah. that good. I yeah, love it. You, you have a new one, Jerry. In 1982, there was a guy named Steve Sinclair. He was an amateur heavyweight boxer, and he was a uh, a worker on a cruise ship. So that tells you that his boxing career didn't go where it really wanted. He really wanted it to go. And one day he had a guest on the, on the, on the tour, on the cruise ship, one Sugar Ray Leonard. And he offered to spar with Sugar Ray Leonard and Sugar Ray's camp, you know, Sugar Ray's a great guy. He's, he's played in my golf tournament several times and he's a really, really nice guy, really nice, very, very cool guy. So his camp said, sure, Steve, come on, we'll spar. You know, it'll be fun. We'll do it for the cameras. He's shooting, you know, world's greatest athletes here. And they said, there's just one thing, Steve. Do not, under any circumstances, hit Mr. Leonard in the face or anywhere oh, near boy. the face. I already know so where there, this is going. I haven't so heard there, it, but I already know where it's going. So they're, you know... They're moving around, you know, throwing some little jabs. Ray's smiling. They're having a good time. You know, Sinclair gets a few jabs in, a few body shots in. Ray gets a couple in. And Sinclair decides that he's going to go rogue. He lets one go and catches Sugar Ray in the chin. 
with a jab. Oh, man. The smile went away from Sugar's face, and they start moving around again. And he, Sinclair throws another jab. Sugar faints it. Bop! Hits him under the rib cage with a liver mm. shot. Nice, nice little warning shot. Start getting back to it. You can see he's still not, he's still not smiling. <laughs> Throws another jab, slips it again, bow, and really gives him a liver shot that folds Sinclair, who remember was a heavyweight. Yep. Folds him like a cheap chair and sits him down on the ground. And that was the end of that. So, Mr. Sinclair. This was 1982, so I don't know if you're still with us or not. But if you are, I'm here to tell you, you're not that good. Yeah, bro, you're when not you, that good, brother. When you are dealing with a world champion, an Olympic champion, you do not break the rules and hit them in the face. So I hope you learned that lesson. I hope the cruise, the, the cruise ship uh, business is, is doing well for you or that you're retired from it. And you're, you know, you're sitting back watching this in a, in, a, in a chair with your feet up and a nice beer in your hand. But just remember, you're not that good. And, Stephen, I, I got a chance to meet Sugar Ray at your golf tournament. And this was just, just a couple of years ago. And I wouldn't mess with him right now. This yeah, is no, 1982. This is when he was in his prime yeah. messing with him. Come on, yeah. bro. And he's, right. still in, he's still in fighting shape. He's still. Oh, I wouldn't mess with him lean and strong and he moves around he won my golf uh tournament his group I was won there. my golf tournament the first year yeah i remember well hey steven incredible show uh having cedric the entertainer and we got a chance to see why they we call him the entertainer i mean dramatic actor not only a comedian does movies producing directing and obviously flushing hybrids we got a chance to see him live here flush a hybrid so i want to thank cedric the entertainer uh, the fact that great. he did that was impressive jerry the fact that he did that live mm -hmm. on the on the on the cast was was impressive and i appreciate him doing that i don't know that i would do that ah, you know yes i would jerry no. yes i would i would do that i would i, I may not hit the shot well but i would you, try out you would hit the shot well you wouldn't be on a podcast while playing golf you're too serious come on keep it real you're too serious That's especially true. when playing 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 me Playing you, that's well, hey, true. Because I, I, I don't like giving you my money and you telling me that you're going to go put it towards your kid's college fund, Jerry. I don't like that. And we've played so many times, and I, I want to let you know that my kid's college, because of you, is taken care of. Where are we and going? Thank you. Where are they we going? Uh, we have some decisions to make as, as kids. You know, okay. they, have, they have their decision. I'm going to let them make the decision. It's, it's their life. And um, they want to go you know, to schools in California and Arizona, as long as it's out West, unless you're going to Harvard or Princeton like that, then that's a reason to go to those well, schools. But we better I get like back to, out I would on like the course them. a little bit. If that's exactly. the case, we better get out on the course a little more for, for, for you to be able to pay for that from me. Well, let's get back out next week. Let's do it. Hey, uh, fans, I'd like to thank Cedric the Entertainer once again, incredible guest doing his thing on the golf course, doing his thing on the movie screen. Uh, doing his thing on tour, still out there weekends on his comedic tour. And obviously he just directed his 100th episode on his hit show, The Neighborhood. So again, we'd like to thank Cedric the Entertainer. For Stephen Bishop, this is Jerry Hairston Jr., Hollywood Swinging. See you.